Hello and welcome to our final Lent reflection for this week based on the resource Worship in the Wilderness by Sarah and Sam Hargraves. I'm going to open this morning by reading some words from the book of Luke, chapter 10. Jesus appointed 70 disciples and sent them on ahead of him in pairs to every town and place where he himself intended to go. He said to them, the harvest is plentiful, but the labourers are few. Therefore ask the Lord of the harvest to go send out labourers into his harvest. Go on your way. See, I am sending you out like lambs into the midst of wolves. Carry no purse, no bag, no sandals, and greet no one on the road. Whatever house you enter, first say, peace to this house. And if anyone is there who shares in peace, your peace will rest on that person. But if not, it will return to you. Remain in the same high seating and drinking whatever they provide, for the labourer deserves to be paid. Do not move from house to house. I remember a conversation I had with the church secretary of my last church as Jules and I prepared to move to Somerset. We had just had some delivery men in to quote for the removal. And I commented to the secretary about how far removed it was from the instructions Jesus gave about travelling light to the 70 or the 72 disciples. She very graciously pointed out that Jesus was sending them out for a few days and she hoped we would be staying rather longer. Throughout the week, we've been thinking about simplicity from lots of different angles, from freedom from words, noise, distraction. Today's probably the harder one. Freedom from stuff. I mean, as I start this, I become aware of just how much stuff I have. I'm extremely, extremely adept at accumulating stuff. I remember when Jules and I first moved house within Alf Church. Someone lent us a pickup to do the bigger things like the fridge, the soap or the washing machine. But for the most part, we did it going back and forward in a little over 25 we called bogey. We couldn't do that now. Those of you who have lived in one place a long time will know the thought of dealing with the stuff in the loft is enough to put you off the idea of ever moving alone. Of course, I know people who do have a lot, but have the ability to hold it lightly. Whereas I know people who don't have that much, but can be really quite grasping with what they have. I suppose there is a question of, do we own our possessions, or do our possessions own us? I remember a challenge issued by a woman who spoke at another church in which I've ministered in the Midlands. She asked us to imagine putting something in the window of a charity shop for a weekend. 
If it was still there on Sunday morning, you could buy it back. And she likened that to God putting his one and only son into the depths of the earth. don't know what you think of the analogy but if I'm honest I could think of quite a few things I probably wouldn't let anywhere near that window. The pandemic has highlighted the issues of haves and have-nots quite starkly and that is certainly the case in churches. You can see this in the online churches that we have, that have sprung up over the last year or so. Some have been very slick, professional, huge amounts of tech, the funkiest music, the tightest band. Others haven't really been able to offer that much at all. Perhaps they've relied on services of another local church or their association for that kind of support. And most of us have probably been somewhere in the middle. And all of them have their place, all of them are valid. If you've been blessed, there's no reason to hide that. But it's an example of how we can come to rely on stuff rather than simply entering into what God is doing. I don't know about you, but Jesus' sending out message doesn't sound massively encouraging or inspirational. See, I am sending you out like lambs into the midst of wolves. If I were the manager of, say, Harrow Borough FC, sending my team out to play Manchester City, I'd be more likely to say something like, look, it's just 11 against 11. It's 90 minutes. Anything can happen. It's the same pitch, same ball, same everything. Not sure I would send them out with this team talk. Lambs v. Wolves doesn't sound like the fairest fight, does it? And faced with those odds, we might want the best of everything to give us a fighting chance. But you know what? When the disciples return, they find that what they have is enough. They rejoice that even the demons submit at the sound of Jesus' name. I think in many areas of life, we often focus on what we don't have. Or can't do. When what we do have is enough for God, what God wants from us. We have Jesus. We are blessed in many ways. And it is great and good and right that we use all the resources we have to the glory of God. But ultimately, without Jesus, we offer nothing different to anyone else. May we learn to trust in him and know that whatever we face, that he is enough. Have a blessed weekend. Grace and peace be with you. Amen.